Hola a todos. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening in today on Tea Time with the Guys. I'm one of your hosts, Junior Ramos, and alongside it, alongside me, as always, is the Kirk Cousins hating, Venezuelan nightmare, the one, the only, Savon Pena. Savon, how are you doing today, my brother? Junior, I think I want to be an otter, man. You you want to be an otter. Now, why is that? Well, so you know how otters is my favorite animals, and so uh-huh. you know sometimes when I'm going to sleep, you know, I'm in this YouTube hole of watching otter videos, and so you know they're adorable. You know, they get food fed to them. They they float when they sleep. You know, and they just live a very good life, and I'm very envious of that. That's that's something to point out there. So you watch otter videos to help you fall asleep at night. Absolutely, so We're, soothing. I'm just gonna leave that there for the for the <laughs> listeners. I'm just gonna leave that there. So. <laughs> Fun fact, though, otters do hold hands to, so they don't float away. So that's pretty cool. I will say that. Otters I mean, are cute. Just talk about an unbreakable bond. Here, do you want to try, like, holding hands? I mean, we, we could try. Uh, we could do palm to palm, but, yeah, this yeah. isn't going to work. Yeah, I'm not liking this, actually. So maybe you yeah. should try that with Danica. Yeah. That'll like, be yeah. better. But enough about otters. Enough about holding hands. If you like what you're listening to or have any questions, comments, or anything tea-worthy, please find us on teatimewiththeguys.com or follow us on Instagram at teatimewiththeguys. That being said, I do want to point out Eric Nebel wrote in, as you can too, at teatimewiththeguys.com slash contact. And he said, my elementary school teacher always told me that opinions couldn't be wrong. And I believed them until I heard how low Wingstop's fries were on your rankings. <laughs> Jeez. I'm sorry, Eric. I'm just, it, was, it was a bad day for Wingstop, man. It was a bad day for Wingstop. Any other day, they're pretty solid. Pretty solid. But he continues on and says, anyway, I want to know if, e- if either of y'all think that there's an NBA team that could has a good chance to beat out the Lakers, Clippers, Bucks for the title this year, besides the Mavs, obviously. Y'all show has been a lot of fun to listen to. And with that, Eric, I want to say there might be one team. There might be one team. And they have incredible talent. They have a good starting lineup, a good bench, and guys that are just completely going off right now. And that team, my friend... Is going to be the Denver Nuggets. Ooh. I'm, I'm going to throw it out there, man. The, the Denver, Denver Nuggets, Nuggets are there. They're ready to party. I mean, you got Will Barton, great defender, a 3 and D kind of guy. You got a dog in Gary Harris and another dog in Jamal Murray. And then don't forget about the veteran in Paul Millsap. The guy is a vet. He's been there. He's done it. He knows what's up. Well, such disrespect to Dame, man. He dropped 61 points on our Mavs. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that, man. <laughs> just, we're just going to go ahead and let that one slide. But you, you can't forget about the Joker, man. Nikola Jokic Ooh. is a stud. He shouldn't be able to pass that way. He shouldn't be able to run that way. Yeah, there's no way a center should be like <laughs> that athletic. But he's dominating. And not only that, dude, they have two secret weapons on their bench that have just been going off in the bubble. And I don't know if the bubble is just because no one's playing defense. But Michael Porter Jr., I called it. My Mavs should have drafted him. And I'm sad. They should have drafted him. And they did it. They took Smith instead, man. And, and that one hurt. That one really hurt. But it's fine. No one paid attention. But Michael Porter Jr. is a stud. Then you got Bulbo coming off the bench and just going insane. The guy also shouldn't be able to run that way, and he's going berserk. Might I also say, that man also does look like he's like skin and bones and like a turn to dust at any second, though. I don't know how he's doing it. I'm so confused. I feel like if LeBron was to dunk on him, he would just disintegrate. Yeah. So I, I really don't know. But... Honestly, I don't see anybody else really stepping up to the plate and, and competing. I had the 76ers, but when Ben Simmons went down, 
Oh yeah, it's, but, it's kind of over from there. Yeah, oh yeah. So yeah, just keep an eye on the Denver Nuggets. I really want the Mavs to win, obviously, but I'm also a big LeBron fan. So we'll see what happens. But now the Mavs have the Clippers in the first round, so we'll see how that goes. That's gonna be good. But enough about that. Savon, what do we have on the William rollout for today? Well, Junior. On our William rollout today, first thing we have, Hard Knocks is back this year, and it's following the Rams and Chargers. So for those of you that did not know what Hard Knocks was, because I didn't know what it was until a couple hours ago, <laughs> so if you've ever seen Last Chance You on Netflix, one, I would recommend that. Uh, disclaimer, there's a lot of cussing on there, but still a great show. Um, and so basically it kind of takes the this premise of following a, a football team and just kind of seeing what's going on, and so... Uh, we were watching this earlier today, and they were following the Rams and Chargers, and it was just so interesting to watch because uh, the first episode we watched was basically how are they acclimating to everything with the COVID situation um, and getting ready for hopefully what's going to be this possible NFL season that we're going to have. And so, I mean, dude, it's it was great. I, I, I'm in. I'm invested. And so it comes out every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Central Time, and so you have to see it. And so the first episode aired uh, August 11th. Um, if you missed it, don't worry. Just catch up on it on the HBO. HBO Max app on your phone or whatever device you got. And so thank you for that little introduction to that show. I will definitely be watching that, Junior. Yeah, man, it's crazy how you could just follow this NFL team and then realize how much hard work and everything goes into it. And then for those that are rookies, I feel like it's a hard time for them to really acclimate to this. Just because if you're a coach, you want to know your players. And if you can't really see their face or see who they are, it's kind of hard to make a name for yourself, especially if you're at the bottom of the list, you know, and the, and the NFL is only carrying 80 players this year that they cut down an extra 10 from what they normally do for the COVID. So, right. you know, it, it's, just, it's fun to watch and it's definitely interesting. Check it in. COVID has changed a lot of things and that's something for the history books for sure. All right. Absolutely. Next up on the William rollout, we have, and we're still sticking to football for a little bit, Travis freaking Kelsey is finally getting what he deserves, a four-year, $57.25 million deal. But, Junior, the big debate is who is better, who's the better tight end, Travis or George Kittle? Because we also saw that Kittle has also agreed to a five-year, $75 million contract and extension. Yeah, man. So, with this, it's insane because I've always been a Travis Kelsey fan. And I think Travis Kelsey has just completely dominated every aspect since he's come into the league. I mean, breaking a thousand yards the last four seasons, over a thousand yards. He's in the top five in receiving yards, and he's a tight end, so he's up there with the wide receivers. Now touchdowns are a little low, but you yeah. also got to think Patrick Mahomes spreads the ball so, so much. much. Oh yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous. So I mean, the fact that he still even got a thousand yards, even though he only had what like. Five or six touchdowns this yeah, previous season. Exactly, and and but don't get me wrong. George Kittle does it all as well. George Kittle has had a thousand yards. He's only been in the league three years, and out of those three years, two of them have been over a thousand yards, and it's the same amount of touchdowns. For me, it goes down to performance in crunch time. And Travis Kelsey just obliterated the playoffs, the postseason, and the Super Bowl. Right, he just went off. And George Kittle is kind of in the back burner a little bit, but. I you have Patrick Mahomes and you have Jimmy Garoppolo. It's comparing apples to oranges, you have two different guys that are just right throwing the ball to you, and it's just completely different. So for me, I'm going Kelsey just because he's a, he's a beast and he could block. George Kittle can block as well. 
But Travis Kelsey, any day of the week, he also has that swag, man. Yeah, dude. He, dude, when he walks in the tunnel, dude, he's got, he's got some nice swag on him. Yeah, he's I just love it. he's just ready to go. I mean, he led all tight ends and receptions, ninety-seven, and then receiving yards, and just five touchdowns in the regular season, and nineteen catches, over two hundred yards in the postseason, and four touchdowns in three games, man. Yeah. It's absolutely incredible. You just can't beat that. So we'll we'll, we'll see who's going to be the better receiver this year. Hopefully, when if we get the NFL going. But anyways, continuing on the news, we got a celebrity birthday, ladies and gentlemen, for one of our favorite guys, Sebastian Stan. You may know him as the Winter Soldier, and that's all I know him as because I'm sure he's been in other <laughs> movies, but I have not seen said other movies with Sebastian Stan in it. But he is great as our lovable Bucky. So happy birthday to you, Sebastian Stan. Yeah. And I can't wait to see you on Disney Plus. Yeah, honestly, I really don't know what else Sebastian Stan has been in. Has he been in anything else? I don't. I don't know. That's what I'm about to you, man, because I really don't know. Man, I have no clue. I feel kind of bad because, like, what? What if that's all people know him for? Like, oh, hey, you're the guy that plays Bucky. Like, you killed Captain America, or not Captain America, Iron Man's parents. Like, what's well, the same thing with? Uh... With uh, Frodo, I only know him as Frodo yeah. because I feel like he's only been in that. Is, is it? Is it Dan? No, Dan Rockruff was Harry Potter. Harry See, that's Potter, what I'm yeah. saying, yeah, man. Like, I get him confused all the time, but I really don't know what else he's been in. And I don't, I don't see yeah, anything. just like just like a quick search, you can't find anything else he's been in. Uh, no. Well, Sebastian, you're doing great as Bucky. So you know, just just stay there. You know, take the <laughs> money that Marvel's throwing at you, man. No reason to walk away. Yeah, they'll let him ride him off and kill you, and make you an old man, and then give the shield to to Falcon, which. <laughs> I still have my my hangups about that. I I get I get why he got it, but it's fine. It is fine. Apparently, he was in Hot Tub Time Machine and a couple of episodes of Gossip Girl. So, well, I can't remember Hot Tub Time Machine that well, and I think I've maybe watched two episodes of Gossip Girl. So, and this also role has him listed as boyfriend, so he doesn't even have a name. Oh, so. <laughs> just boyfriend. <laughs> Well, anyways, happy birthday, Sebastian Stan. And then also, we have the movie Eat, Pray, and Love, starting Julia Roberts. That turns 10 today. Dude, great movie. If you oh, haven't yeah. seen it, oh, like, yeah. I highly recommend. It's a great movie. It really makes you want to travel and eat so much pizza overseas. So much dude, pizza, dude. Like, all the food in Europe just looks delicious. And I know right now it's just tough because I really want to go to Europe and we can't. But when this is all over, dude, I'm going. And we're going to, yeah, we're going to some pizza. I'm going to do, do the tour of pizza, man, because that's the place to do it. So Absolutely. I'm doing it, man. Yeah, so love that movie. Check it out. Eat, Pray, Love, starring Julia Roberts. She is amazing. And lastly, on the William Rollout, ladies and gentlemen, this is from E! News. Our girl Lady Gaga has been added to the lineup of entertainers performing at the MTV Video Music Awards, and so she'll be joining the weekend. Love this guy, Mal- Maluma. I have no clue who Maluma is. Do you know who that is? I don't actually. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I'm ignorant and uncultured and don't know who you are, Maluma. If I'm saying your name correctly, Roddy Rich, and then G N C O. So, Junior, will you be watching the MTV Video Music Awards? I will be. I'm very curious to see what, how it's going to play out and what we're going to be doing. Is everyone going to wear masks? Are we going to get our temperatures checked before we walk in? Will there be a red carpet? Can you get close to that person to interview them? That is, oh, yeah. Maybe I should be doing the interview. We should, yeah. Because I just threw out like three questions I know, that I just really need yeah, answers. Yeah, there we go. You so, see? Just to get tea time with the guy. Come on, MTV. Let's we'll just let us in there. 
interview yeah. people, keep a nice distance. Yeah, maybe, maybe that'll give us our Quip toothbrushes, you know? Maybe. I'm still waiting on those Quip toothbrushes. Yeah, we'll but anyways, that. Junior, enough about the William rollout. Let's get into what we got going today, which is our NFL Top 10 Remix. Yes, sir. So, for those of you listening in, the NFL dropped their Top 100 list for 2020, and I... Immediately contacted Sabon and said, Hey man, this is wrong. We need to do this. This is <laughs> this is completely wrong. I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know what the NFL was thinking. But here it is, man. Like we have to redo it. So before we get into it, I do want to break down the NFL's top ten. And just so y'all know, the NFL top one hundred is always based on the year, but it's also based off of the players voting. So I guess the players vote blindly and they give a, I guess a scale one to 10 and they add it all up and then they put the, the players in the top 10 um, or the top 100. So here's the list going from 10 all the way to one. And this is the NFL. So at number 10, we have Derek Henry Titans running back. At number nine, we have Stefan Gilmore, the Patriots cornerback. At number eight, DeAndre Hopkins, the Texans wide receiver. At number seven, George Kittle, the 49ers tight end. We talked about him earlier. Number six, we have Christian Too Fast McCaffrey, the Panthers <laughs> running back. And then we have number five, Michael, I don't drop anything, Thomas, the Saints wide receiver. And then we have, this was, this is what threw me away, man. At number four, we have Patrick I just want a Super Bowl Mahomes, <laughs> the Chiefs QB. And then this one's crazy. At number three, we have Aaron the Donald. Rock Donald. Like, how? The Rams defensive end. The dude's basically a boulder. And then at number two, we have Russell. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to throw a touchdown anyways, Wilson. <laughs> and then at number one, we have Lamar Madden. Two, like, this guy's a video game, Jackson. <laughs> At number one, the Ravens QB. So those are the going one through ten. And and those are your top ten. And the problem I had, Savon, I don't know if you have a problem like right off the bat, if you want to touch on that real quick, going off of that top ten. Do do you think all of these guys are deserving of being in the top ten? Like we're talking about the top ten players in the NFL. So I'll give some of the so to I'll like I'll just uh, give a sneak peek to my list. Like I kept Lamar Jackson as my number one. Like I mean he absolutely dominated dude and so there are a couple guys here i think that they deserve top 10 and then there's some i'm like eh, you, you're maybe sure but being a 20 but i also want to give the disclaimer that like i'm not as much of a stats guy as you and so like i just kind of go off of what i'm seeing on the tv and like seeing how these guys play and so i even had to kind of look up some stats today but like i'm just go basically going solely off of like who i've seen play like do I like how they play? Like, do I like the style? And I'm also looking at their offensive defense as a, as a whole. And so yeah. that's a little disclaimer I want to give. But, yeah, there's some guys up up there um, that I was like, eh, I don't know if I would put you in the top ten. And so, obviously, they didn't get in my top ten. And so. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, some of these guys are studs <laughs> and they should be in the top ten. Some of these guys are very like, yeah, they could be on my top ten this week, but not next week. And so, for me, it was about mm -hmm. consistency. 
how when this guy goes out on the field, do they have does the opposing team have to account for him and change their plans according to this guy? Right. And that's how I did my list. So I guess we could jump right into that. Yeah. Well, I'll, also, so we did our list a, a little bit differently because I guess we had a little, I wouldn't say communication error, but I guess we approached it the same uh, different way. And so the way I did my top 10 was solely based off of stats from the previous season um, as opposed to you. You took stats from the last season as opposed to like also the other seasons that were also um, attributed to them as they played, correct? Yeah, a little bit of that. And just on, like I said, it just – I. I guess we both played football, so a lot of the times it's for me it's it's about the stats. Like stats do count, I guess, and but winning counts a little bit more. But then the other thing is, does that other team have to adjust to just that one player? Right. And for me, that was what I just completely went for my list. So my list was this guy's a stud. He has to change the defensive plan or the offensive plan just because he's that good. Okay. And so that's kind of like what I did mine off of. So by any means. These top 10 were – these players are all amazing. They're in the top 100. Like, these guys are great. But for me, if some of them were a little thrown into the top too early, yeah. I think that's what I was trying okay. to get to. That's, well, okay, yeah, we'll see. And then also, ladies and gentlemen, if you disagree with our list, which I'm sure most of you will agree disagree with my list because I guess I'm known for making outlandish claims on any list <laughs> that I make, which I'm, I'm fine. I'll, I'll play that role. Um, yeah, just write into teatimewiththeguys.com slash contact and let us know if you hate our list, who would you put in your top 10. Um, yeah, let's just get some interaction going. But without further ado, Junior, do you want to start um, with our 10 and then work all the way up to one? Yeah, we'll do number 10 and then we'll just go up. All right, for sure. You, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, yeah, I'll go first. Okay. So at number 10, um, I put Travis Kelsey. All right. And Travis Kelsey has just dominated the league since he's come in. Uh, he first started at a couple rocky quarterback situations, and now you're seeing what he can do with a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. The dude just gets open. There's no Gronk anymore. So, in my opinion, Travis Kelsey is the top tight end in the NFL, and he leads all tight ends in receiving yards and everything, receptions. And he's just a stud, man. So he has to get my top ten because of the consistency that he does. And in the big time, he shows up in postseason. So. That's why. Travis, good job, man. All right, perfect. My top 10. So some people may not even know who this guy is. So uh, just a little preference. So when I, we played football, um, I was on the offensive line. And so for at times it's easier for me to watch the, the linemen than to like actually run the, watch the running backs or quarterbacks. And so at my number 10, he's a left tackle at the Ravens, is Ronnie Stanley. And so I freaking love this guy. He is amazing. Um, I mean, just so much of... Lamar's success, I think, can go credited to him. I mean, this guy only had four penalties called on him the whole entire year, and so he has consistent footwork. He has amazing uh, pass protection. I mean, he has amazing run protection. I mean, this guy could literally do it all. And so I loved watching him play, and I was just like, man, like, no no one's blindsiding Lamar, like, as long as he's, like, stepping up there. Yeah, and the crazy thing with, with that being, like, that's a great pick, honestly. I think he's the best left tackle in the NFL and he's only 26, man. Yeah. And he was ranked 74 in the top 100. And that's the thing is, like, these linemen don't get that recognition. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad that you put him up there, man. And then four penalties. Ladies and gentlemen, four penalties with your quarterback being Lamar Jackson, which means every time he starts running around, there's not a holding call. There's not a block in the yeah. back. The dude is just like solid. Just great discipline. I love it. Yeah, that, that's a great pick, man. I, I really do appreciate you throwing the linemen yeah. and giving them some yeah, love. Yeah, I'll give them some love. Uh, so at number nine, I can go ahead and go for this one. So at number nine, I have the cornerback from first the Los Angeles Rams, and now I was with the Ravens as well, is Marcus Peters. 
And so my man had five interceptions with a combined total of 210 yards and three touchdowns. Dude, dude was a beast. I loved him. He was great. Yeah, and the, the crazy thing is, I, I love that pick too, man. Like that's the thing is, all the guys you've thrown in there are guys that I really think are solid. And the thing with the NFL's top ten, and I get it, Stephon Gilmore was the defensive player of the year, mm-hmm. but Marcus Peters is just a dog, man. He goes out and he loves football. Like he literally learns everything and he dives into it. He loves the history of it. And fun fact for everyone. His first game back in Los Angeles after the trade, he ran a pick six on his first game back. Oh, really? So, yeah, took a pick six straight to the house and intercepted Jared Goff and took the house. Looked over at their sideline, said a few words that we will not say on on the air. But, man, (laughs) he deserved it, man. He's just a dog. He's a great player. I love that guy. Um, My number nine, and this is just based off of, like, again, consistency and just – Everything and I'll break it down, but number nine for me is Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, okay, solid, solid. I think Ezekiel Elliott is the best running back in the league, and I am a Cowboys fan. I will say that, but I also love the Steelers. You you can leave a comment if you want, because I know that there's controversy (laughs) with that one. But Zeke does everything, and here's here's the thing that I'm going to say because I think there are some phenomenal running backs in there. I know Christian McCaffrey is a stud, but here's the thing: I looked at their stats, I looked at everything, compared Christian McCaffrey and Ezekiel. They're basically the identical statistically. Now, of course, Christian McCaffrey runs a few more routes out in there, and he he catches a few more receptions and has more receiving yards slightly. They have the same amount of touchdowns. Mm -hmm. They have the same amount of rushing touchdowns. A little bit more by Zeke, actually. And I'd rather hand it to Zeke in a a, a fourth and goal situation versus handing it off to Christian McCaffrey just because Zeke's a little bit bigger. Yeah, Zeke's bigger, and he, dude, he, like, just plays so, so aggressive. Yeah, man. I mean, he had a bad year this year, and he even said this wasn't my year, but he was in the top five yeah. in rushing. <laughs> and that for him to say, like, this is a bad year for me, it just shows how hungry he is to be really great. But this is the thing that sets him apart from every other running back. The dude can block. Absolutely. The dude is the best running back that can block, and that's just in the backfield. You want that dude because the quarterback has an extra blocker, man. Christian McCaffrey, love you, man. You're a stud. But you're not the best blocker, and Zeke takes the, takes it from me there, man. Like he, him and Chris Carson are probably the best running backs yeah, I can block. I would agree. And uh, I think Zeke takes my number nine. So that's my number nine, and and I'll go ahead and throw my number eight up there. Um, and number eight for me, this guy is just I don't know how he throws touchdown. He he's the most <laughs> for me at least because he plays a lot of. The, the teams that I like. He's played the Cowboys multiple times, and he does it to them every year. Every time they play, he does the same thing. But the respect is there for you, man. My man, Russell Wilson at number eight. Dude, I don't know how the ball can be snapped and rolling to him and go back 20 yards. And then he just picks it up and just, yeah. And launches a 60-yard touchdown. Just makes magic. I like, understand. what the heck? He didn't have any receivers either. I mean, you have Tyler Lockett. Okay, Kansas State fans right now are, like, losing their mind. <laughs> I get it. Tyler Lockett is a stud. He's phenomenal, but come on. Would you rather have him or would you rather have Mike Evans or Keenan Allen or Julio Jones? Like, come on. Russell has not had that top elite guy. He did have DK Metcalf last year, and he's been solid. And I don't know how he made the top 100, but that's the point. But DK, you're solid, man. I'm just saying, man. A little too early for you, man. You're a rookie. But Russell Wilson, respect, man. Number eight. Number eight. All right, so my number eight, so – Obviously, I'm going to have a little bias since this is my team, but I got Dalvin Cook from the Vikings, dude. 
great running back. And so he actually managed to stay healthy this year for the first time since entering the NFL. Dude rushed over for a thousand yards and he had over 13 touchdowns. And so for me, that was impressive because the offensive line was just utter crap this year. That's like it true, was just man. horrible. Like you literally saw me like watch me like watch Vikings games. Like it was just like this emotional roller coaster. I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is amazing. And yeah. then I was like, why do we pay Kirk this much money? And then I said some choice words, and I was like, seriously, why are you paying Kirk this much money? And then, so Dalvin Cook, I think he he's the glue to that offense. I think he's what keeps that offense alive because Kirk Cousins is not doing it, but we still have him, and I don't know why. But, I mean, this guy's also with a dual threat, and so not that not that many yards, but he had 500, over 500 receiving yards, so I thought that was pretty good. And so, again, I'm probably biased and putting him on that list, but, I mean, just watching this guy, and sure, he didn't put up like super impressive sets this year, but the fact of the matter that he was able to put up these stats despite the horrible offense, despite the horrible quarterback, that was impressive for me. Yeah. No, honestly, I, I like Dalvin Cook. I really do. Um, I, I, I don't like him in the top 10, and I know that hurts your yeah, feelings no, a lot. No, I get it. But like I, I said, I'm by. I was biased. Hey, this. but honestly, Dalvin Cook's up there for me. Like I have him in the in the twenty range, I guess for me. But I will say this: Dalvin Cook is a stud, man. And, oh and yeah. The only reason I don't have him in the top ten is because this is his first year being fully healthy. Yep. And now we can see what he does being healthy. And if he does that three more years in a row, or however many years in a row, if he could just consistently do that, right? Top ten, easy, yeah. no brainer. Because the dude is the fastest running back of this list, I believe. Besides Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey's just oh, ridiculous. So but Dalvin Cook also has the speed and the strength. Mm-hmm. Like, the dude just is a stud. He was a stud at Florida State. He's a stud now. And the Vikings have something special going, man. I'm not going to get you excited, but they have something special. I mean, I will never be excited as long as we have Kirk Cousins. I, I will say that. thanks for uh, the Vikings letting go of Everson Griffin, and now the Cowboys picked them up. Yeah, you know, you're you're welcome. So It was a uh, I – I didn't welcome that – that, but it's fine. You know, the Cowboys defensive line is looking solid, man. But, yeah, I love uh, that. No, no here, no there, you know? Just, but the Vikings, watch out. Kirk Cousins might break the record for interceptions this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so if he can actually throw the ball to literally close to a human being. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe you could just hand off the ball to Dalvin Cook that's and see how I'm, that works. Because it worked saying. out pretty well last year. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. Anyways, number seven, I'll take it. Um, so, I, we won't go to the stats and all that because you also have this guy on his list. So, I'll just go ahead and say who we have and then we can talk about his stats when we get uh, to your pick. But I got at number seven, Julio Jones, wide receiver from Atlanta Falcons. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about him when we get – because you have him uh, higher than I yeah. do. So, I won't say anything for now. I love that guy. All right. My number seven is also a wide receiver from the Clemson Death Valley. DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is a stud, man. Uh, I, I don't know how else to say it. The dude can run routes. He gets up there. And for the first part of his career, he didn't have a quarterback to throw. No. I, I honestly couldn't yeah. name you the quarterback. Though. Was it <laughs> no. Matt Schaub? Was it? No, Matt Schaub was it a little later with Andre Johnson. But I, I honestly don't know who. I forgot who came before Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson. Yeah. <laughs> was it Ryan Mallett? Like, I, I honestly, I truly don't know. I can't remember. That's how bad the Texans – who was it? Was it Case Keenum? It was Case Keenum for a little Was it Case Keenum? I'm not sure, but – Here, I'll, I'll give you a quick little search while I keep talking. But either way, DeAndre Hopkins gets the job done. He is consistent with what he does over so many receptions every year. He gets his catches, and he makes them count. The dude also is amazing after the run, after the catch. 
he single-handedly defeated the Cowboys because of how studly he is. He was contained all game, and all of a sudden he just breaks one for like 60, and you're like, okay, dude, like, what the heck? But, man. Oh, here, oh, here you go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's no way. Yeah, dude. Brock Osweiler. That's why I forgot. The dude's not even – is he in the NFL? Is he playing for like – like the fourth string for the dude, Browns or something? Dude, he's probably practice squad. <laughs> Honestly, hey, props to you, Brock. You sucked your entire NFL career, but you managed he to managed, take millions. Yes. Oh, yeah. He managed <laughs> to just rack up so much money. Wow. Congrats I don't think, to you. I don't even think this man's ever started in his life, aside from being with the Texans. Wow. What a stud, man. He got his money and said bye. Really? But... DeAndre Hopkins, man, see what I'm talking about? You see, right there, DeAndre Hopkins, oh, top ten, yeah, solid receiver. I mean, in the top five of receiving and rece- receptions, and no drop passes by this guy. I don't know if anyone's seen the clip of him just tearing someone's ACL by running an out route. You should check it out. Oh, it's ridiculous. Beautiful, dude. D'Angelo Hall literally tore his ACL because DeAndre Hopkins' route running is so good. Dude, yeah, but that footwork, oh yeah, like he can easily burn anyone. That that alone put him in the top 10 for me and he's just consistent with it, man. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. Um number 6 for me, I've always loved this guy and for me, I think he's the most accurate quarterback in NFL history. All right. Mr. Drew Brees. I hate Drew Brees. I know you do, I, man. I, no, I respect him, but I hate him. I know you do. I, it's just Gosh, rips us a new one every year. It's okay. I understand. But hey, honestly, y'all did him dirty with that Minnesota miracle. Yeah, we did. So Thanks. I don't know how Dick. I don't know who he was throwing to. I don't even think he was throwing it to Diggs. No, Dick just went up for it, and he was like, "I, I gotta make something happen because Kirk sucks." Yeah, R.I.P. to Diggs, man, in Buffalo yeah. now, dude. Y'all are just. Why are y'all letting go of these solid guys? That because is... everyone junior literally <laughs> hates Kirk Cousins. That is why. Adam Thielen's like, no, nah, I'm good. At least I get my 80 catches. No, Thielen, no Adam is seeing the, the writing on the wall, man. He, he He's looking around. He called his agent. I know he did. Oh, dude. I don't blame him. Well, Drew, you know, you keep getting burned, man. But you'll, you've won a Super Bowl. You're always consistent. You're the most accurate. You're a stud. And... How old is Drew Brees right now? Is he like in his forties? Oh, he's got to be in his forties. He's in his forties, and the guy that's just like continues seventy in like football years. Yeah, dude, it's insane at quarterback, and he was injured last year, so he yeah. came and still just just dude, was a stud. Can we give an honorable mention to Hill though? Dude, Taysom Hill, something special. He does everything. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I, I really don't. I have no clue how he's able to do what he does. He's so fast, and I don't know. I, I feel like at BYU he was he was really good. Yeah. But I didn't know he was this good. Yeah, and I didn't know like that he, would transition into the NFL. Let me say mm-hmm. that. I didn't know his skill set would transition, but it has and props to you, man. You're stud, Jason Hill. Let's see, we were at uh number six. And my number six, I know this is gonna throw me and people for a loop, but I also got Bobby Wagner, the linebacker from Seattle Seahawks, dude. dude. Yes. He had a combination of uh, 159 yards, and so, uh, uh, sorry, not yards, uh, of tackling. And so that was all obviously, you know, individual plus uh, combined. And so this dude, even though he didn't have a lot of interceptions or fumbles, um, I always, you know, I always take consistent tackling um, over, you know, a forced fumble or different things like that. And so this guy, dude, he hits hard. He knows how to wrap up. Uh, he He's always where the ball is, and so I, I love him. He was very consistent for me, and I, and I loved watching film on him. Yeah, man, I'm not going to lie to you. So I was doing this list, and 
I kept switching Bobby Wagner and Drew Brees out over and over. Really? Yeah, I really, really... Bobby Wagner's the best linebacker, middle linebacker, inside linebacker, whatever you want to call it, inside linebacker in the professional football league. Yeah. Like, hands down. The dude always is over 130 tackles and is always around the ball. The yeah. dude's a dog. And you were saying you were watching highlights on him? He's in every highlight. Yeah. He's always around the ball. He's insane. Like, he'd be on the other side of the field, and he'll find his way somewhere. Like He's clutch. You don't want to get – he um, reminds oh, – this is huge. This is a big stretch, and a lot of people are probably going to be like, no, there's no way, especially Ravens fans. He reminds me a lot of Ray Lewis as far as, like, the presence he has the pre- on the field. Oh, yeah, like, you know he is there. Like, watch out. Don't run that slant because Bobby Wagner's right there. Yeah. He might light your world. So, I love your pick. I would put Bobby Wagner in the top ten. I just I was debating, yeah. like I said, it was it was it was back and forth, and and I went with Drew just because the consistency was a little bit longer. But man, yeah, Bobby Wagner's yeah. solid. Oh, sorry, speak another honorable mention, even though he doesn't play anymore. We're, but we're talking about presence. Ray Lewis, dude. Jeez, that man taught me fear. I was watching him. I wasn't even near a football field with oh. him on, and I just like I shriveled up in his presence, like. There, remember that video I was showing you earlier when uh, Ocho Cinco <laughs> tried to blindside this dude? Oh, gosh. Ray did not break stride and just knocked him over like he was just like a piece of paper. He like, obliterated him, man. And those, those are the guys, like, if we were to redo this and do a top 10 all time, that would take us forever because it's just insane. Oh, but yeah, Ray too. Lewis is just one of those guys that we watched growing up and just even at an older age in high school, we watched him and he was just a stud. He's always a stud. Yeah, dude. And he brought fear into Anyone he played against, it looked like. Oh, yeah. Him and Brian Dawkins. Yeah, dude. Like, I always watch highlight films of him and Brian Dawkins, like, every time we were about to, like, go play. Because I was just like, those guys I need just, to get this, I need to get this, like, I just need to get this intensity. Yeah, dude. They they, they made it happen. It's beyond me. Those guys are studs. Yeah. But anyways, at number five, and I know I'm, I will probably get some flack for this, having him at number five instead of higher. But I got that boy, Patty Mahomes. All right. I like to call him Petty. I like to pretend like we're we're friends. And so, obviously, his stats weren't as great as the previous season due to uh, his injuries. But, I mean, 65% pass completion rate, dude. And the fact that he threw for over 4,000 yards while having his interceptions down by half from the season uh, previous season. I mean, this guy is good. I love him. And, I mean, he's going to even have more of an incentive since he just got a big contract thrown his way. And so, man, I, I love Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I, I was... I wanted to put him higher, but I was looking at the other people that I put, and I was like, man, I don't don't know. It was hard for me. Yeah, honestly, so for me, Patrick Mahomes is just just super high for me. Um, And I don't know if it's just because he just won a Super Bowl or the fact that he just can throw 80 yards from his knee or he can throw no-look passes and make it look like like nothing. But Patrick Mahomes – is a stud. He threw, yeah, 26 touchdowns and missed a couple games. He missed two games because he was, he like tweaked his knee, and I'm pretty sure the NFL's not going to release this, but I'm pretty sure he like hurt it pretty bad. Like oh, had a I'm, nice yeah, little dude. little tear action oh, there on yeah. the meniscus or something. The dude still throws for 4,000 yards. Of course, he won MVP the year before with throwing for 5,000 yards. Like that's just stupid. And 50 touchdowns. The thing is, he still has all those weapons. He can still do it, and I think he's going to continue to do it. And, I mean, if he stays healthy again, dude, like, he, he's going to have an amazing year. Yeah, and he's clutch. How oh, How yeah. is he, like, the Titans should have beat the Chiefs. The Texans should have beat the Chiefs. And Patrick Mahomes said, 
no, nah, <laughs> I want to win this. And he just came back firing. So Patrick Mahomes is a stud, and we'll get to that later because I do have him on my yeah, list. A little sneak peek. Yeah. So at number five for me, though, I have Mike freaking Thomas, man. Ooh, Saints that's wide a good receiver. One. That's a good one. Mike Thomas just does not drop anything, bro. Like, just nothing. He has, since entering the league, he has gone over a 1,000 yards. Since entering oh, every, the league. Every season? Every season. Dang. His rookie season, 2016 to 2019, he's gone over a 1,000 yards. He has had at least five touchdowns in those four seasons. So, he has, he's just a stud, man. He doesn't drop anything. He literally has, he's so tall, so big and strong. You just throw it in his, in his vicinity and he'll catch it. He's had over a hundred receptions the last three years. Last year he had 149 receptions and 1700 yards. Like, what the heck, dude? So, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He's over DeAndre Hopkins for me just because of, yeah, I've just I, I honestly every time I turn on the Saints, Michael Thomas just jumps out of nowhere and just makes something happen, dude. Hey, dude, he he was the reason that help, uh, helped me win fantasy a couple uh, those two years ago. Yeah, I'm actually really sad that I didn't pick him up that year. Yeah, dude, I'm he, sad I didn't he, have he him helped last me year. out. Man, I should have threw him on this list just for that. I should have had him on. I should have drafted him this year. I don't know what I did. I, I don't even want to talk about who I drafted this year. It was a disappointment. <laughs> but we'll see if we even have it. I'm really praying we do, man. It's a sad time. All right, so we're at number four, right? Yes, and this is this is my uh, my crazy one. At number four, I have Khalil Mack. Really? Yeah. So here we go. I'm gonna just break it down for you real quick. I know his his sacks aren't there. Khalil Mack's sacks are not there like they were last year, but Khalil Mack just produces. And the reason I'm gonna tell you the reason his sack his sack percentage has dropped is because he's getting double tripled. If you watch his highlights, that and don't, is, okay, uh, that's fair. I'll give you. Yeah, that don't now. watch the ESPN. Don't watch like the highlights on YouTube. Like, look at like full games, and you'll see he's getting chipped by the tight end, the running back, the full back. They bring everyone over to his side. The man, but here's the thing: Khalil Mack, as good as he is, as a stud as he is, and he could rush the passer like no one's no one else. The dude, his engine just continues to go. Really, he chases down everyone. He runs down everyone. This is what I'm talking about when a when an offense has to change and cater to just one player. This is the guy I'm talking about. Okay. They have to change their offense because Khalil Mack's on the field. And he's built like a freaking rock. But here are his stats for the 16 games. So I understand he didn't have the sacks, the sacks that everyone wants, like the big numbers and the right. 14s and 15s. Like We're not going to see that because he's so good and he gets double team, triple team, like I said. But here's what I'm going to tell you. He had... 8.5 sacks. Okay, that's still really solid. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Tackles for loss, he had eight. He had 14 QB hits, so he just got there just a second late. 14 QBs. He forced five fumbles. He deflected five, four passes. He pressured the quarterback 45 times this year. Dang. So okay. that's the that's the okay. quarterback running out of the pocket and having to throw it away. Because of him. Okay. Because of him. Um, his PFF rating is 86.2, which is ridiculous, and he made the Pro Bowl, and he's an All-Pro. So, Khalil Mack, don't sleep on him. All he's right. a stud. And I'll give a shout-out to one of his teammates, Roy Robertson, because Roy Robertson went to our high school. And so, Roy, still waiting on some, uh, some season tickets, man. 
because you know scout team you just <laughs> destroyed my whole entire existence every play so you know i'm not saying i'm the reason you went to utep and then went got drafted by the bears but i think i helped a little bit so yeah, I'm, just, I'm just saying I, I i just want you know i just want some you know a little bit of payment you know just th- throw me a ticket some way a little private jet action so. Yeah, I mean, I think when he hit you in the throat and you started coughing up blood. Oh, yeah, dude, he straight-up karate chopped me. I was like, dude, this is a scout team. Like, yeah, bro, he just I'm not taking this seriously. Samurai chopped your neck off almost. Yeah, that was a bad day for me. Whew. But All right, who's your number four? My number four, so probably will get flagged for how low he is here, but I got that boy Aaron Donald there. <laughs> so I'm, I, I, oh. I know, man, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about him because I know you got him higher, so I'll leave it there, but... At number three, I know this is going to be, I, I'm sure you'll like this, but you're also going to be confused about this, and I'm sure other people will be confused, but I just love watching this guy play. Uh, I mean, this was just like a surprise like pickup for the Cowboys, but that boy, Amari Cooper. Dude. 79 receptions for over 1,000 yards. Easily my favorite Cowboys player, dude. Yeah, man, I love you. That's I, I love <laughs> you because I love Amari Cooper. And I, I'm not even going to argue that one, honestly. Amari Cooper might be the best route runner I've seen. And he's he is really fun to watch. If you haven't seen him, oh, yeah, just dude. look up his highlights. The dude runs the best routes. Like, yeah, it's they're insane. so slick. He's so fast, too. Like, what yeah. the heck? He's yeah. a stud. Now, is he the greatest wide receiver of all time? Pro- probably not. But, dude, just like this past year, dude, as I was watching him when I was watching Cowboy Games with you, I honestly just loved him. I was like, this dude knows how to run routes, yeah. dude. He get, he gets open. He burns corners. Like, dude, he he gets the he, ball. He gets corners dirty. But does he have the potential to be the best? And then I, we'll have to see I because we'll he see. is still very young. Yeah, he is. And he finally has a quarterback that actually throws in the ball. Yeah. So, right. dude, yeah, I'm I'm not even mad at that. Honestly, Mark Cooper, congrats, bro. Let, let's get let's get two thousand yards this year. So, at my number three, which is crazy comparison because my number three is a receiver as well, but it's Julio Jones. Yep. Um, we can talk a little bit about Julio because Julio is a stud. I mean, over six thousand uh, six hundred receiving yards, dude, and I'm he was just balling out with a good old Matt. Yeah, I mean, every single time Julio has an opportunity, and here's the thing, guys, I had him on my fantasy football team, and he never let me down. So, um, Julio. Is just a stud completely. He's always consistent. I don't know how he makes some of the catches he does, but he he, he just makes it. He, when you think of a wide receiver in the NFL, you think of Julio Jones. Oh yeah, of his build and how tall he is, how big he is, and how fast he runs. Someone that big should not run that fast. Oh yeah, absolutely. And he also runs amazing routes. It Julio Jones to me is like if you take Amari Cooper, DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Thomas, and kind mm-hmm. of put them into one. Uh, it's kind of how like I look at him, but the other thing is, the only person that I think is better than Julio Jones is not in the league anymore, and that's um, Calvin Johnson. Megatron. Oh, okay. Calvin Johnson was the best wide receiver. Yeah. He could have been the greatest of all time, but he decided to cut it early. We still love you, Calvin. You're a stud. Yeah. Always will be a stud. Yeah. But Julio, I love him, dude. Julio I mean, pretty much you and me always fight for Julio Jones um, in fantasy. So I mean, dude, that just goes. Dude. And sorry, I like to make a correction to myself because I said. 1,600 receiving yards, but that was for um, not this past season. That was two seasons ago. Uh, this year, uh, or sorry, past year, he had 1,394 yards, um, which was still, you know, a lot of yards. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you're talking about two years out of the one, two, three, four, five, six, 
Nine seasons that Julio's been in the league, only two times has he not reached a thousand yards. Absolutely. And then, so, yeah, I love him that you had him at number three, but the reason why I had him at number seven was just, like, did not, did not have that many touchdowns this year, or past year, sorry. Yeah, and for me, for me, like, Julio, this goes, again, to having to plan for someone like that. Mm-hmm. So when you have a safety over the top and you also bring in a corner and you're playing zone all over Julio, you're basically double-teaming him. Right. I never once really saw a corner say, hey, I'm going to take Julio one-on-one. It was always yeah. like, hey, I got safety over the top or something like that. So for me, when you have to cater to one person and change your whole defense. Yeah, that's one of those guys, That's why it belongs on that list. That's why he puts – I have him so high, man. Julio's always done that since he's been in the league. and He's just consistent, man. He's a stud. Draft him in fantasy if you haven't. He won't let you down. Absolutely. Getting close to the end, my friend. All right. Would you yeah. like me to do my number two first, or do you want to go first for your you number two? You go ahead. You go All ahead. Right, my number two, again, this might be a bias because Homie helped me so much in my fantasy, but also I think it, it's warranted for him to be pretty high. Derek Henry, running back for the Tennessee Titans, dude. I love this running back. And then, you know, I, I love my Dalvin Cook because, you know, I love my Vikings. But, dude, I love Derrick Henry. 300 rush attempts, and that was uh, for over 1,500 yards. My dude had 16 touchdowns. Now, I will say the two games against the Jaguars and the Broncos, he had me super worried early on in the season. And I was like, man, is he going to uh, produce like he did the, the season before? But, dude, he picked it up the second half of the season. And I, I love the way that he runs. He's aggressive, dude, and he and he get he gets in there. Yeah. I also had Derrick Henry in one of my fantasy leagues, and he didn't disappoint. For me, Derrick Henry at number two is just so high, and that's just my opinion. When he first entered the league, he didn't have that. He's just, to me, he's so big right? that I don't know. I don't know. Derrick Henry's a stud. Don't get me wrong. But why are we seeing this just now? I mean, we've seen him progress a little bit over the time. 16 touchdowns is a crap ton. Like, that's yeah. ridiculous. And he had 12 last year. So he gets touchdowns. My only concern about Derrick Henry is the man cannot catch. No, oh, and he misses no. a few blocks. Oh god, he can't he can't catch to save his life. And for me, like when I look at Zeke and I look at Christian McCaffrey, I think those two guys are just better. And the only reason is because they yeah. can do it okay. all. So, but I I love Derrick Henry. I think he is definitely one of the top running backs. He's now getting paid like one of the top oh, running yeah. backs. And Tennessee literally used him every time it seemed like. Oh yeah, to, they. They rode Derrick Henry into the playoffs, into yeah. the AFC Championship game, which was really fun to watch. I will say Derrick Henry is super fun to watch. That and, that, and I think that's also why I just had him so so high up because, like, as I was watching this guy, of course I was watching him super closely because there would be some yeah. no-biter weeks in fantasy, and I was like, I, I need Derrick to get, do well, and he, he would deliver for me. Yeah. And so I love him. And so, yeah, I know a lot of people are going to say I have him super high, but for me, I, I loved watching him play. Um, I think there were a lot of teams that had to cater to um, how he played and how he ran, and so that's why I have him at my number two. Yeah, and just so everyone knows, Derrick Henry still put up stats that would be top 10 worthy. He was number 10 on the top 100 list, so he's a stud. Um, no one's taking that away from him. For me, it's just too high, but one has him really high because he enjoys watching him play. He's been consistent the last two years, and that's what we're looking for. So, yeah, good job, Derrick Henry, honestly. I was debating to throw him in there or not, man. I, I it it was hard. Yeah, Dude, honestly, this list was like hard. So you know, I was trying. We, uh, we were crapping on the on the uh, NFL's list, 
But honestly, it's hard at the end of the day to kind of look at all these guys and think like, man, who is who is going to break into the tens? Yeah, I mean, you have so many guys, and then you have guys that you don't want to hurt their feelings. It feels like you're hurting their feelings because yeah. you're not putting them in the top ten. But at the same time, it's like, but Tom, you're so like you're getting old, man. Yeah. But never sleep on Tom. Never sleep on Tom no. Brady. But man, I just I don't know. I don't I don't know. When I think of a dominating player, I just. Yeah, I guess someone's going to say, well, Tom Brady's won six Super Bowls, so that's pretty dumb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. I'm just going to leave it there. Tom Brady's a stud. He's the GOAT. Yeah, he's Um, the GOAT. My favorite quarterback of all time is Joe Montana, so you can leave that here or there, but, I mean, Tom Brady's up there. Tom Brady's up there. And then at my number one, dude, I mean, I don't really think I need to speak for this guy, but Lamar Jackson. Okay. I got got him there, dude. And, yeah, I I know, dude, he probably needs a couple more years under his belt before we say, like, is he going to be one of the greatest of all time? But, dude, just his past year, my dude do- my dude dominated. Yeah. No. Oh, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, did, I, did we skip your number two? We did, but you go ahead and do your one and two, and then I'll do my one and two. So, okay. Lamar Jackson is your number one player. Yeah. So, I agree. Uh, I mean, you matched the NFL, um, what they were saying. And For- I was trying so hard not to do that, too, but I was just like... And, and again, like I based my list off of just this previous season, so I didn't incorporate, you know, uh, past season and all and all that. So I mean, I was looking at his stats, I was looking at some of his film, and I was like, dude, I, I love this guy. Yeah, and, and for me, I love watching Lamar Jackson play. He's super mm-hmm. fun to watch. Like, dude, he's he's a baller. I never thought he'd be able to do what he did at Louisville here, or not here, but in the NFL, like making guys miss and look silly. Lamar Jackson's been doing that since high school, maybe even middle school, elementary school. Who knows? Pop Warner making just people look ridiculous. And he's making grown men in the NFL look ridiculous. And that's that skill set is just not matched. He reminds me of Michael Vick, but a little faster almost. Um, For me, his arm, I'm just not convinced yet. That's that's just my thing. Like, I'm just not convinced that he is a baller in all aspects. But then again, he said not bad for a running back, and he proved everyone wrong. So, yeah. Lamar, you're a stud. I want you to be great, but I just think Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback. That's fair. Um, and I just think he's an overall – if I need to throw the ball and get down the field, I want Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Um, that's my thing. Um, but Lamar Jackson oh, could be that guy. Yeah. He could be that guy. There's any couple more years, prove it. Yeah. Sorry, um, what was your number two that so, kind of skipped over you? No, my number two is Patrick Mahomes. And for me, Patrick Mahomes is just a stud. Um, he just came off a Super Bowl, obviously. He just came off an MVP year. Patrick Mahomes, for me, when I think of a quarterback, I think of a guy who could just sling it and hit windows and make guys around him better. Mm-hmm. And he's done that. Tyreek Hill is just a stud. Lauren Robinson. Honestly, Tyreek Hill. If you go back and look at fantasy football, every wide receiver on the Chiefs produced. Oh, absolutely. Like so, you, you didn't go wrong if you picked up no. one of the wide receivers. And so he just that to me shows that he just makes people around him that much better. Yeah. And I mean that just shows his awareness on the field that you are actually able to see like, hey, th- this guy, I can get it to this guy easy and quick, and like you're not just trying to force a play. Like, I mean, he had all these options, he yeah. had all these weapons, and he utilized all his weapons. Exactly. I mean, Patrick Mahomes single handedly has just defeated teams and deflated teams and just made them look silly. Um, same with Lamar Jackson, and I think we're going to be seeing a lot of Lamar Jackson and a lot of uh, Patrick Mahomes for years to come. And I'm sad that I didn't put Lamar in the top ten. I'm a little sad, I guess. I get it. But I see now that we're talking more about Patrick Mahomes. I'm like, 
Maybe I should have had him at number one, but then I wouldn't want our list to be the same. But yeah. maybe I didn't. No, maybe, I, I like maybe. Lamar Jackson. Like I, yeah, I really, really enjoy watching him play. I love him as a player. I think he's phenomenal. I think he's definitely one of the top players in the league right now. But if I'm talking about if you give me your resume, I want these guys in my top ten. Right. I guess that's what I was envisioning. How yeah. I was looking at it. And you took their resume from just last year, and there's nothing wrong with that because those yeah. guys are studs too. Um, and my number one guy. Since he's coming to the league, every offense has had to account for him. He's built like a rock. Gosh. Um, we've seen him on hard knocks. He hasn't changed. The dude's a beast. He's been a beast. He stays healthy. Knock on wood. My man, Aaron Donald, dude. is just a beast. Man. He's jacked, too, dude. Like He's jacked. Gosh. He doesn't get the numbers. And for me, this is what a lot of people like. They're like, oh, he doesn't get the numbers. But the thing about like football and the thing about guys like Aaron Donald is when you have to stress about one person on a field and account three of your guys for one player, that makes the opposing guys around you that much better. Right. And so you're having sacks and interceptions just because Aaron Donald is on the field. Right. I've heard of, uh, I was watching highlights the other day and, and NFL players were saying guys like him and Khalil Mack. The offense literally, when they get off the field to do, uh, like to just get a break and get mm-hmm. some water, the offense literally runs her two minute offense while they're off the field so they could go fast. Right. Because as soon as he steps back on the field, it's like a whole, oh, thing. yeah, it's so, a whole different thing. To me, Aaron Donald is the stud, is a beast, number one player in the NFL, has been, will be, as long as he stays healthy. Aaron Donald, you're a stud, man. But, I think that concludes our list, man. I think, yeah, that was a good list. Honestly, if you guys have any comments, questions, please, please, please write in at teatimewiththeguys.com slash contact. Leave us a message. Send us a message on Instagram at teatimewiththeguys because we want to hear, was this a good top 10? Was it better than the NFL top 10? Was it worse? Like, what, yeah. what, are, what are your thoughts? I'm sure everyone would say mine was worse, and I'm okay. I, I'm, good <laughs> with playing, I'm good with playing that role. Hey, it's all good, man. Like, we had fun doing it, and... When that dropped, we we're like, we have to do this. So, yeah, man, we're going to continue to do stuff like this when random stuff comes out. And like I said earlier, if you like what you're listening to, give us a follow. We can find us on Spotify, um, Apple Music, I believe, or Apple Podcasts. Yep. We are right literally now. on every single podcast. Yeah. So, there you go. iHeartRadio, I think. Or yeah, maybe, maybe. yeah dude. Randomly, on, I didn't even know iHeartRadio did. Podcast Talls looking looking it up. There so. we go. So I feel like Spotify is the number one hit. I feel like a lot of people like that one. It's a little yeah. easy. Uh, Trevor Gentry would uh, disagree with you. But. Trevor Gentry would disagree. That man is Apple all the way. So that all being said, everyone, thank you for listening in at Tea Time with the Guys. We love you. As always, I'm Junior Ramos. And I'm Savon Pena. And tune in next time because we'll be doing our dollar store wars. And so we'll be seeing who can find the best stuff. You know, for a dollar, me or Junior, obviously going to be me, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see about that. But thanks for listening, guys. Love you. Listen in until the next one. Peace out.